Man, I just realized I have the wrong coffee cup. You do have the wrong cup. You got the right hat on, though. It, well, it's because I'm drinking cold swill is what I have in oh, here. That's no good. It's not well, fresh I coffee. Right on. I got, I got, I'm Tom and Jerry, so, you know, I don't yeah, know. At least, at least I got the hat on. You like got you the said. hat. You got the hat. And I have the coffee. I have the appropriate coffee cup, so we're good to go. <laughs> we're, we're good enough to go. Let's say that. Oh, what's up, guys? Welcome to another Wednesday Indie Invasion Shorts. We'll give it a little bit of time for people to jump on, and me and Matt can sit here and jibber-jabber a little bit, right? Jibber-jabber, yes. So today, since we're talking about what we're talking about, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, Put a pin in that. And uh, the game references, uh, I printed them and laminated them so that I can have quick references, because I'm getting a game of this in, hopefully this weekend. Mm-hmm. Hopefully hopefully this weekend. So there's Todd, fastest 30 minutes in gaming. That's right, that is tonight, the fastest 30 minutes in gaming. So what have you been working on there, Eric? Uh, priming, a little bit priming. of painting, right. my Marvel Crisis Protocol uh, minis. I did is get all I those... That's that game you weren't going to get into, right? Yeah, that's the game I wasn't going to get into. I'm still not getting into it. I'm just <laughs> buying all the X-Men in it. Um, and I did, you know, start cleaning up the 3D printed ones I got from Etsy. Yep. I just, I ha- haven't got them to the point yet where I'm ready to prime them. Um, yeah. Been a little bit crazy here uh, with dogs and yard work and yeah, that happens. That happens. So we have Spaz, Tim, and Mike are all on. Hey, guys, how you doing? It's good to see everybody. We start calling these guys the regulars. Right, they are. We got the regulars. Maybe Eric will not get back into Monster Apocalypse again. There you go. You could not get back into that, too. Well, I do got the two starters that I bought mm, a couple of years ago. It came out at Gen Con, and I, I opened them, looked at them, said, nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually, um, I haven't gotten any painting done. I haven't even, I haven't sat down at the desk to paint anything. I think I'm waiting for, um, I'm really waiting for my drowned earth because the only model I'm really thinking about, I want to paint right now is the one, my gene splicer model for the drowned earth. So okay, I haven't been, but I did get a game in and I got a game of ragers in which I did that, uh, kind of more like a story video. I was just playing around seeing, Seeing how that worked out, I'm going to tweak some stuff. Got a comment about not being able to follow it too much, but I think they were looking more for gameplay, and that yeah. wasn't what I was going for. I was you were kind of doing like it reminded me of an old silent movie where they show yeah. you know a short little video, yeah. and then they'll have some kind of text that sets up the narrative either before or after. Yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of what I was doing, but but I gotta say this: if you're looking for a solo zombie game. Man, that game—it's—it's it's really good, and yep. you can play it with a bunch of people because the zombies are actually playable as a kind of faction for um, one of the players. So that's kind of cool. So let's see what we got. We already got some com- comments here. I don't remember now. Did they offer a PDF of that? Because I know you got yes. the book. Okay, I had a heck of a time getting the book yes. where it just they took forever to ship it and then it came from new zealand or something yeah so yeah you can get it uh i think i'm pretty sure it's at war game vault yeah it's at war game vault it's 15 oh, okay that's not bad uh, 15 bucks is good no no not bad so we got let's see 
Todd asked, did we see Straw put up the 3D printed frog Thor for for Crisis Protocol? I did see that today. I actually saw a picture of him staring at his 3D printer, just waiting for it to come out. And then, yeah, he posted a picture of the little frog Thor. Um, I'm probably glad I don't have a 3D printer. I'd be doing the same thing. (laughs) <laughs> well, apparently, apparently, we're going to need to bump that um, conversation up a little. Yeah, we might. The, we might. What Spaz have to say here? Spaz was saying you should look into the upcoming Monster Apocalypse Kickstarter because. Yeah, I'm gonna. I remember reading about it. I'm gonna keep an eye on it for you know. What we gotta do? Content. <laughs> I'm always looking Every at that stuff. Content. You gotta, I gotta keep keep you know see what's going on in the in the right. industry, right. man. It's research. It's research, right? It's research. It's research, exactly. That's what I tell my my credit card company. It's research. Right, right, right. (laughs) Mike says he just put Carnage, Mysterio, Black Cat, and Spider-Man together. So he's getting ready to smack you around with some Spider-Man heroes there. Yeah. Well, I got I got more villains now than just Magneto. So all right, well that sounds good. So what are we going to talk about today? There, so guys, tonight we are going to talk about a game. So what we like to do is uh, we're trying to get in the habit, and we've been doing it for a little while now. Where towards the end of the month, one of the weeks, me and Mac will uh, do a spotlight on a game. You know, an indie game that uh, uh, we think is kind of neat and different, and, and you know deserves a little bit of chit chat about and tonight we're going to talk about cutlass published by black scorpion miniatures and this was you can find this on their website blackscorpionminiatures.com and the cool thing about this is if you are okay with a pdf you can go there now well not now when we're done here and you can download the pdf for free if you guys want to check it out yes Yes, because they're revamping some of the rules. We got a couple, couple more comments here. Mike's like, anyone in for the He-Man Kickstarter? Man, I, I saw that, and I really like the models. And on Instagram, Angel Giraldez. Yeah, he's painted a lot of the display ones, and and that's sort of putting me off the Kickstarter because I'm like, wow, those look just like the He-Man. I can't. Mine aren't going to look like that. So. It's it's. We may have to talk about that on another day. But yeah, that's yeah. that's a tough call because it's expensive, but there's cool things in it. But it's anyway, really nostalgia. It's the nostalgia that would hit yeah. there. Todd oh, yeah. says, "I like the new look. Don't pay attention to the mess behind the curtain." Yeah, I f- I put up a bunch of new shelves in the. He wants to show off his shelves. Is what he's doing. Shelves. I built nine of the. Let's see right here. I built nine of these. I got the other ones. They're over in this corner back over here. So, yeah. So, and besides, uh, the real truth is with the black background, my bald head already washes out in the light. But with the black background, it's like I was glowing. So, so I was just trying to cut the shine off the off my head. Is That was the real motivation behind it. But anyway, we're going to talk about Cutlass. Now, I actually came across Black Scorpion Miniatures a long time ago. Um, before they had Tombstone out, and I really liked their models. I actually used some of their models in my Wild West Exodus games. The, as a matter of fact, the one of the scenarios that I wrote, which was um, a moonshine scenario, and I had these rednecks, hillbillies, and I built the still and all of this other stuff to go with it and wrote a scenario, which I still have the scenario, but they're only for us purists that play first edition Wild West Exodus. So, sorry, I haven't changed it. But they had really cool 
cowboy miniatures, not steampunk, just cowboy. And they had their pirate miniatures. Mm -hmm. For the longest time, I was looking, I was looking, I was looking. And finally, I just couldn't resist. And I had to get my copy of Cutlass. That's right, Todd. I am a heathen. I am a first edition Wild West Exodus all the way, baby. Well, I'm trying to do Look, something. It's going to make not... Eric cry. I don't mean to make you cry, buddy. It's okay. There you go. Yeah, I, I want to see us too. <laughs> so that's the cover of the rule book. So you guys can see yeah. it a little bit better. And uh, right now, so just a, a point uh, is they don't have a print copy available from Black Scorpion Miniatures right now because they're revamping the rule book. When I say revamping, I mean it's some minor changes, but they don't want to put it in print yet. So the copy I have is uh, an older copy, which I don't care. Uh, there's a, an errata that's less than a page for stuff that they're changing. So yeah, it's not like, really a big deal. Like we said, you get the PDFs for free, uh, download it, and if there's anything a little bit different, just print that out and slide it in the book if you guys want a book. Yep. So take us in, man. Take us in with the talking points. You Okay. So let's man. the way we like to do these these spotlights is we like to give you guys a little bit of overview. We'll talk about what makes the game kind of stand out to us and what are you know what what is our favorite things? What do we like about the game? So uh overview of the world. It's another pirate game, right, Mac? Um yes. You know, it's a pirate skirmish game designed primarily for on the land or like in a port, but they you could homebrew it and yeah. play on a boat if you want. Um, I think they suggest that you could try that in the book. Yeah, yeah. like if um, you already have some existing rules, you yeah. can do really just about anything. I mean, you can yeah. use the old whiz kids, pirates, ships, and in campaign style. Obviously, the 32 millimeters won't fit on the... yeah. Yeah. One five thousandth pirate ship. Well, you get the you big Lego I mean. one, right? Uh, or or is it Mega right, Blocks? Right there. There's five of them right there uh -huh. on uh -huh. the top shelf. But I mean, it's a game designed for two players, and you know, it. What I think is cool about the game, and this was one of the things that you know grabbed me right away, is that you you know you include your pirate crews with races. You know, they don't have to be all human. They could be. That it right there yep they can be your fantasy so you can have orcs and goblins uh what else they have dwarves. they have elves dwarfs dwarves, undead undead so your classic yeah you know fantasy all your fantasy tropes you know and just that that regular what you're accustomed to what i really liked about it was um i have all of the rum and bones yeah and i liked rum and bones don't get me wrong it was a fun game i didn't feel like it had a lot of replayability for me but I got them all. I picked them all up on sale on eBay, and it was because I wanted the models for Deep Wars and Shadow Sea by Antimatter Games. So I've got a ton of pirates, and I built my undead crew, and I've got the really old Warhammer Fantasy Battles Long Drawn Slayer Pirates. Um, so th th I was really excited to be able to use those models again. Those are probably, I'm pretty sure, the last warhammer fantasy battles models that i have i still have one mordheim model yeah there you go that's my crew it's actually fit i finished painting them uh and moved them all to clear bases but that's my crew and they're all rum and bones models for my undead which is kind of cool and mike threw this question out there and that's where i was going mike wondering if you could use the boards from rum and bones i absolutely think you could um 
I, I think you could, you could, you could set them on the table. And if it, if the aesthetic doesn't work for you visually to have the cardboard board on there, I think it would be pretty easy to, especially with the mega blocks ships. That's one of them right there. One of my mega blocks ships right there that I put them on. Um, it would be pretty easy to still just use the regular mega block ship. But if you have the rum and bones boards, which I do, I use them in my RPGs. Um, you could definitely do that and add some of that. And hello, Kentucky Fried Gamers. How are you? Yep. Oh, so there's our notes. In case so anybody this, wants to follow along. Eric's oh, yeah. Here. Now. A little sneak peek behind the curtain there. <laughs> so, yeah, this game is agnostic, so you can use whatever you want. But being that it's Black Scorpion Miniatures, they have a whole big line. I think it yeah. was like, what, four pages on their website yeah. of different pirate crews that you guys can get if you don't have pirates. Um, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of pirate-themed games out there, whether it's miniatures game or a board game, like with yeah. the rum and bones and stuff, that you guys could probably use for this game. Yeah. Um, well, so. you know, the, um, the thing is, too, is I have some of their miniatures anyway, and they do them in resin, but they're really, really nice. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're, they're good quality resin. You know, sometimes you get the, the more brittle resin, or you get the softer resin. They're right in that middle space. Very few bubbles. Just really good quality resin, in my experience. I, I'm sure you probably can get a bad one here and there. Yeah, yeah. They, they've been really good quality. So, I mean, there's really not a whole lot to overview of the world. Like we said, it's a pirate game. You're playing yep. kind of the one-on-one -on -one battles with your crew. Uh, it's, it's mini agnostic. Not that many minis you can anywhere from eight to 12 yeah. uh i think it's kind of cool it, that you get to build the crews and you yeah. can play in one-off scenarios or they have a campaigns in there too which is, which is kind of for me you yeah know, your, your typical campaigns where your crew can kind of get better as you go or yep. die you know and then you have to you know hire new mine, guys mine are undead mine can't die just that's true. They're already there. They're Actually, already there. you're you're all about recruiting, then, right? Oh yeah, man. That's a, we only go fight so we can recruit. <laughs> um, well, so, I think the other thing I like for the world, and this is probably where you were getting ready to go, is okay. all right. You didn't have your bell again. Much like Twisted, this uses your full polyhedral dice set, which yes. I like. I like that's to be able to dig into my dice box and and do that. And actually, it uses a couple of different things that we've seen in other games that have been standouts for us, particular things that we've liked about games. For instance, on the profile blocks, um, with how you use the dice, for those of you that have heard us talk at all about Street Wars from Funky Skull Games, where you have a tiered dice system, um, or Freeblades does the same thing. You might have a combat stat that's a D6, you might have an authority stat that's a D4. Okay, so you're using that whole gamut of dice, which is kind of fun. I like doing that. Um, mm -hmm. I, I like chucking a handful of six-siders too, like I did in, in uh, um, my little short game of last days the other day that I played as well. So It kind of reminds me a little bit, when you think about the full gamut, it's very narrative like a rpg in a way then it's yeah. as you're playing you're kind of creating stories anyway and then just having all those dice it totally reminds me of your classic rpg yeah well and and again the the um uh, 
the ah, I derailed because I was reading comments. Sorry, <laughs> I was reading comments for a second and I got derailed. Um, that that's the thing about Twisted that we had commented about so much way back in the beginning when we started doing this is having that full set and throwing all those dice gives you that RPG feel. And then mm -hmm. on top of that, on top of that, it um, has the skills. So it's it's not really comprehensive, like if you're building a character, but it still adds that little bit of extra flavor where you've kind of got a character, you know what I mean? As opposed to a stack card. Does that make sense? Did, did, did I track there okay? So uh, let's see. Did I get my copy of Vortex? Yes, I did get my copy of Vortex. I haven't done a flip through yet um, because... I have a lot of kids and I just haven't made, and they they're here and it's just really hard to record when they're here because mm -hmm. my children are very much like me and they're loud. So, so it's hard to record when they're here, but I did get it and I have read through it and I like what I see. And I did see your name in the front, by the way. That's cool. That's All my right. favorite. You know, that's my favorite thing. That's the only reason I edit. Books. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. So, Let's move a little bit into something that about Cutlass that stands out to us. Now, we already mentioned that you can bring in the fantasy element. It's not just straight human pirates battling it out on the high seas. It's well, or ports. Um, it's the fantasy. But what else about Cutlass stands out to you? Um, I mean, we named a couple. That to me, with, okay. Well, I don't want to steal what stood out to you. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with. Um, the exploding dice like free blades. Okay. I like the exploding dice and they can keep going and going. Right. And I like them because of the tiered system. Again, like we said, there's yeah. stuff that seems like it's out of a bunch of different games. And we've mentioned this before too. There's nothing new under the sun really with the games. It's just how, a how creative someone is when they combine these different elements that are out there in a bunch of different games. Really. Yeah. That's how I see it. But I like the exploding dice because you have that possibility that albeit slim of that D4 um, goblin overcoming some big buff pirate bosun's mate or some undead guy just because you happen to roll exploding dice. And with the D4, you got a much better chance of exploding your die than you do on a D12 or a D20. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, all right. Uh, have zombie pirates heck I mean, yeah. so he is he already downloaded the book it's just a matter of getting him to move down here i probably have some somewhere i have a lot of zombies oh you do if you don't i have plenty of rum and bones plenty i think i got zombies for every genre you could think of <laughs> well not yet but you do have your cowboy zombies coming i do zombies. have those coming so one of the things that uh, jumped out to me was the action reaction point system. Uh, it's a little bit different. Um, they've tweaked this a little bit from the original, uh, but it's basically it's your initiative based and you don't know when you'll get to go. You know, you roll a die and that's kind of your actions for the turn. So it has this balance of I'm going to take these points and I can activate, but do I want to use them all? Do I want to pass and let the opponent go so if he starts doing stuff i can use those points to interrupt right uh, um and i think the unique thing about that interrupting that reaction as opposed to some other reaction mechanics from other games is that 
if it's if Eric is the active player and he mm-hmm. shoots at me and misses, and then I do a reaction, not only do I get to shoot at him, but if I succeed in my reaction, now I'm the active warband and he's no longer the active warband. So you so you want to be careful. You don't necessarily yeah. want to jump. That's right a chance, right, right? Exactly. You're taking a chance. So I, it's a little bit of that risk reward. And I like risk reward in a game. Yeah. And I, the chance, yeah. the chance is if you don't succeed in basically doing right. the reaction check, because it's a lot of the stats and the things you do with the dice here are checks. Yeah. Um, and if you don't succeed, well, they still take the point away from you. Like That's you right. actually had the reaction. You still burn the action point. So Mike said, are they generic undead or specific? Um, I would have to say they're kind of in the middle, Mike. Kind of what, what I, you want it though. If you do yeah, the campaign, what I mean, right? What I mean by that is let me, I'm going to flip to the undead because that's what I built. Okay. And I'll give you an example. So your undead captain, he's just listed as an undead captain, period. That's it. He has the skills he has is he's a leader, ghost, and necromancer. But those are skills, so it doesn't necessarily mean he's a ghost. He could be a Davy Jones, or he could be a skeleton, or he could be a wraith, or anything else. And then you can have zero to four wraiths. They're called wraiths, but really they can be anything. So, And then they're undead pirates and undead rogues. So they can kind of be whatever you want. Now, the stuff that Black Scorpion has made, obviously that's specific. You know, yeah. they, their their models are made to what they've done. So if you're doing humans, you may have a regular bunch of scurvy dogs type pirates, or you can have the uh, Her Majesty's Navy, you, you or and you can have a governor on the ship, or all kinds of other stuff. So so there's quite a bit of variety in yeah, what you in can there bring to the table but not necessarily so what i just read to you that's basically the four options that you have to bring to an undead crew and it like i said it's it's small but you have you also have skill sets that you can advance through so that's kind of cool too and then everybody starts with some basic skills um yeah yeah it's pretty cool uh, yeah i mean it, it's i kind of like it's neat too another thing that kind of reminds me of rpg is like i i mentioned that you're doing a lot of skills checks uh, with your stats they have a lot of charts on here that yeah. you actually look at to see what happens so it adds like a pretty you know re replayable uh just could be anything uh yeah. veritable uh, which is kind of interesting now the tables aren't too deep but some of them are yeah uh, and and they have so this quick reference in the back of the book the plus side to having it in a pdf is it's easy to print so i just printed them double-sided and there's let's see one two there's four so there's eight reference sheets mm-hmm. um, but they the reference sheets are everything from weapon range charts and damage to uh, the game sequence so it really covers the whole gamut as yeah. opposed to Here's combat, here's shooting, here's movement. It's kind of everything. It's got your weapon charts. It's got your wound charts. It's got your new skills chart. So it's got the campaign charts in there that you'll roll on at the end. Um, and it's it's pretty it's pretty extensive. And the thing is, there's not much out there about the game. And I'm not sure why, because there's some good pirate games out there. Yeah, um, yeah. It might be because of the age this game originally came out uh, in 2011. So it's right. already 10 years old. Um, yeah. And like you mentioned, 
you know, they, they had the tombstone come out, which uses right. a lot of the similar rules, but they tweak stuff, you know, they kind of, um, fine tuned it and they, they just haven't got to, you know, doing an, uh, official reapply to cutlass. Yeah. Um, they did the FAQ that, you know, is in the PDF. Um, but yeah, I don't know either. Um, I and wonder if almost, it's, there, there's like nothing out there in YouTube land. Yeah. I remember when I was first looking at it, um, I, you know, you, you, know, you go to YouTube, you try to find something, at least somebody unboxing some miniatures or something so you can get an idea of it. There is no, there's nothing out there. I think maybe uh, so, it might be because of the age and just, there's yeah. a lot of pirate games out there, but to tell you the truth, a lot of them, don't really jump out to me like this no. one. Um, and not just because of the fantasy element of bringing in the fantasy races. Uh, it just, it's, I, I think the game is streamlined and, and easy to jump into enough that um, it, I don't know. I think maybe people want more crunch in their pirates or mm -hmm. maybe it's because they want them on the boats. But the thing is you can do this on boats. If you want, yeah. you can do anything you want, really. Yeah, um, and uh, so, see, we had uh, I, you could use your Black Bane's Ghost Raiders from War Machine. Yes, you can absolutely. That'd be a great pirate crew, or uh, that'd be a great crew. Period. Yeah, you could. You could I, with the undead pirates, I guess you could play your undead pirates just as pirates if you wanted to, because it's miniatures agnostic. So you can't throw anything up there. I guess, right? Yeah. Sure. Do, it. do yeah. whatever you want. That's the I nice thing wait. about these games. You, they're your games, right? Do what you want. Yes. I can't wait to get, I want to get my dwarves painted up because I only have one of them painted. But if you guys, even if you're not interested in the game, go to the Black Scorpion website and look at their dwarf pirates. I love their dwarf pirates, man. They're awesome. And they're going to go perfectly with long drawn slayer pirates. <laughs> from those were the that was back that was the dogs of war book for those of you that remember back then you do you boo that's right right, that's right. That's you right. play whatever you want to play just put them on the table so, so what i'm going to be doing is i'm going to be working out a solo scenario okay i don't really have anyone to play with it seems like every time my oldest son messages me and says hey do you want to play tonight something comes up you know, that's kids or, or yeah. something. So it's easier for me to most of the time when I sit down to do a solo game, I can get it done in under an hour, no matter what it is. It doesn't matter if it's our, you know, you know, our litmus test for a short game is relic blade, mm -hmm. but it doesn't matter if it's a relic blade length game or something significantly longer. Uh, five parsecs from home. I did my, uh, my battle report with, with that one for my campaign turn one. And that's just fun to roll. Y'all need to check that one out now too. <laughs> that one's good. I like, I'm really liking that one. I just started my campaign turn two. And yes, Mike, drunken dwarf pirates. You need to be in just right there. You need to pick up some pirate dwarves and they just need to be drunk all the time and have some sort of special rule. There's been a lot of shenanigans there. A lot so of shenanigans. so what, what, do you like about the game? It kind of sounds like the campaign is kind of your thing because you can kind of advance the characters, you know, build the basic and let them grow. Maybe. Yeah, 
I like the campaign. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that lately for me, what I've liked is when I look at a rule set, it's how easily I can adapt it to play solo. Mm -hmm. And and I think that this will be pretty easy. Uh, I, I generally use a fairly generic bad guy AI when I play. Um, so it kind of transfers across everything. And because this plays in a similar manner to Twisted, and what I mean by that is the polyhedral set so you've got you know you've got a lot of you got a lot of space going on in in what you're rolling and it leaves a lot of room to do stuff so i'll, I'll just probably port in what i was doing with twisted for okay. that so todd, todd says player being drunk has no game effects unless they fall on the table yeah unless they fall on the table then you have bad game effects that's like table flipping only not Mike says maybe he'll roll better. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> might. I don't know. I don't so know. one of the things that we haven't mentioned yet, and that is kind of something that I like about the game, is the damage. Damage doesn't kill your characters outright, right? So we haven't mentioned this yet. And no. what what it reminds me of a little bit is the new newest edition of Wild West Exodus. It's about a number of conditions that can be gained that affect the models in some way. Oh, I, see uh, why, I see why you did that. You yeah. First, second edition, Wild West Exit. You might like this, Todd. Uh, so <laughs> some, some, th some last a little bit, you know, uh, kind of like taken out. You know, it's kind of like an injury. And then there's others that they can recover. There's a recover phase in the game right. that like they surprise. can. Yeah, like surprised. Um which I think is a neat one. I like the surprise one. Yeah. Stunned, injured, uh, or another one I like is spooked. You can actually love, scare characters I in here. I love spooked. <laughs> if your dude is running, if he gets behind cover and gets out of line of sight, he automatically recovers from spooked as, yeah. as he cowers behind the box. <laughs> that's, that's just hilarious to me. I love that. That's so that's, that's one of the things I like about the game. Yeah. It adds some flavor to the game. And yeah. Uh, it, it can streamline the game, you know, cause there isn't like they have 20 wounds before they're gone. Right. It's a matter of, you know, then, it, then it's dice rolling and how many conditions they have, but they do have a chance to get those conditions off right. and still be in the game. But it's also a dice game. <laughs> so yeah. you could be unlucky and they just, yeah, they, they get spooked and run off the board. Yep. Bye, Bob. That's, that's, my favorite. that's my favorite condition is spook. I love that one. So real quick, you have your options are Royal Navy, pirates, privateers, orcs and goblins, undead, dwarves, and elves. So those are the those are the factions you have available. And they have full factions for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So they've got you can you can easily have 12 for every one of those factions if you want to. And one of the cool things that they do is I don't know if they have it in the dwarves. I know they don't have it in the undead because they don't need it. But I know in the pirates and the privateers, they've got male and female models, uh, which is kind of which is which I think is kind of cool. Um, so you can mix it up. There's no uh, there's no difference as far as uh, you know what what the model brings to the table. It's just flavor. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right. Um, 
I'm Let's checking, see. Hold on one second. I'm checking something real quick on the okay. models that I think I want to say. Here we go. Okay, so if anyone is familiar with uh, Bad Squidoo Games, mm -hmm. she makes basically female miniatures that aren't wearing the bra chainmail. They're they're actually wearing armor. Yeah. You know what I mean? That they would go to battle in, not like the video game armor that makes no sense. Uh, and Black Scorpion female pirates are like that too, yeah. which I think is cool a lot because I play with my kids. So the female models aren't over sexualized because sometimes that's a problem when you're playing with your little kids. So, yeah. so I like that they look like pirates. Yeah, a couple of them got short skirts a la the girls that worked on the wharf style but you know they've got full trench coats and pirate hats and the whole nine yards so hey look who's there wayne just in time for us to check off <laughs> well hopefully our switch on october 7th will help with that and no mike there's no ogres i don't think don't believe there were any ogres but you i think they have rules for like special characters like monsters special characters i don't yeah. know Ogre might be something that's more in the um, maybe a scenario. Monster, yeah, monster special scenario maybe. section. I'm Nothing not stopping you from adding some, Heck though. No, you know, add whatever you need. They do have some rules for a cannon crew as well, which is kind of neat. Mm -hmm. uh, the pirate, the oh, here we go. Special characters. I think all they have is the giant. And there yeah, may I be do. there may be something out there somewhere in a, a fan oh, yeah. site, right? Oh, uh, yeah. People have come up oh, with well. and. There's not even a Facebook group for Cutler. Really? Wow, I'm yeah. surprised. Well, it, like yeah. I said, 2011, it's 10 years old. Bring um, it back to life, man. You could. I'm putting this. I'm going to put this one on the table. I'm excited to at least give it a try. This could be Obviously, a good I'm little gonna... group game, you know, that yeah. you that you play and maybe get a little bit of interest in your area. Um, yeah, man. So that kind of, I, I think, leads to what makes this stand out for us uh, versus other pirate games out there, right? There's a lot of other pirate games out there. Um, I think what stands out for me uh, from other pirate games is that it isn't just straight up, you know, humans. You know, you do have yeah. a little bit of the fantasy. If you want, you don't have to do that. Yeah. You could do just the Royal Navy versus your Buccaneers. Yeah. Um, but if you want a little bit more flavor, you can bring in that fantasy. Yeah. Um, so it can be kind of quirky and different. Yeah. For me, the, what I'm kind of struggling with is I've got two, I've got freebooters fate, which is out of Germany. Mm -hmm. And then I've got cutlass and both of them are similar in that they bring the fantasy element to your pirate game. Freebooters Fate is a more card-driven game. Okay. Whereas Cutlass is a more dice-driven. It, it is a dice-driven game. Uh, but I give all the credit in the world to Mana Press for uh, changing my mind about games that are card-driven. Yeah. Because that changed my mind a lot about card-driven games. I gave it a try, and I was... I was impressed. Maybe it was just his take on it that I liked. I may not like any other card-driven games, but his at least put it out there so that I'm I'm willing to give them a try. So I'm putting it on the table. Okay. Hopefully before Friday. I might even put a video <laughs> up Monday. Oh, man. Maybe. Maybe. We got to see. Well, well, that's the fact. Go ahead. 
I was gonna say if this sounds cool to you guys, go check it out in the little ticker we got going down there. Look up cut list. Like I said, it's free. Can't beat free, right? To at, at least read. read through it. Yep. And check it out. Um, let's see. What did Mike say? Freebooters, Malifaux style. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Uh, it kind it kind of is Malifaux style where you're playing a deck and there's it, it's it's pretty cool. I don't know if you can download the Freebooters Fate book or not. I'll bet you can. Give me one second. And I will tell you if you can download it because I do not remember. Because you so got a book probably, off eBay, right? I got mine off of eBay from Noble Knight because okay. the problem is I, I got my Google Translate going on here, but because uh, the and, page is in German. Oh. Uh, so rules, let's see. I don't know. These are all in German. They got the quick start rules on there. So you can't download the book. Um, but you can go to here in the States, you can check out Noble Knight has it. Um, they're good for finding some of the older games that are yeah. either hard to find in, in the States or just yeah. out of print. A lot of times they have some of the old, old editions of stuff. Yeah. And some of the, some of the guys in Germany that I know from the drowned earth crew, um, they uh, apparently freebooters fate is pretty you know, I mean, it's not 40K-ish, but it's pretty popular there. Uh, I guess it gets played pretty regularly. And I picked up two factions from a buddy of mine, and I've got the rule book and, and the cards, the extra cards, because, I, you know, I like, to, I like to have that stuff. Um, so I'm looking forward to trying that one, too. So maybe I'll get a pirate weekend this weekend. Yeah. Heck, yeah. Well, that was the fastest 37 minutes. Oh, I got to change this now. You got to change it now. <laughs> I was just going to put have, it up. Have have a little on the shirt. It'll have to have a little flip thing for how long oh, it went. A little little score flipper thing there. Or, or better yet, a little dry erase. You could just oh, kind of go up go. to you and write on it. So there you go, Todd. We gave you almost an extra ten minutes, and I might even be able to stretch this ending <laughs> part out to give you a full extra ten minutes. Maybe, maybe. Anyway, guys, thanks for joining us tonight because I think it's my turn to take us out. And yep. uh, we, we appreciate you guys checking in. Remember, the biggest thing that you guys can do is like and share. That's mm -hmm. that's the biggest thing you can do because get the word out there. Get people watching stuff. Uh, tell us about games, whatever it is. And remember that we are moving shorts on October 7th to Thursdays. That's going to be the regular thing. And uh, we explained it a little bit last week, but kind of the impetus behind that is it gives us the weekend to work on stuff. Video, yeah. Video <laughs> and whatever flip through so that we can post that stuff Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then come on and do shorts on Thursday. So that was, that was kind of the, the spaces it out basically for yeah, everybody. Spaces it out for us so that it's a little easier for us to get in there. But don't forget to go check us out on Podbean because that is our main place. We are almost to 6,500 downloads, which is pretty dang cool, I think. But you can check that out on Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, all the regular places that you download podcasts. But go follow us on Podbean because we like followers on Podbean. Yep. You can also check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Discord. We've been putting quite a bit of stuff in Discord and YouTube. 
um, the past month or so. So that's pretty cool. There's the link for Discord. Pop on over there and give us a join. We will be happy to add you to the mix. And this is where you can find the links to everything is the Coastal Con website at coastaltex.com. All the stuff we talk about, there's a link on there for everything. Yep. For the podcast, for the Facebook, for the YouTube, for the, might even be for the Twitter. I don't know. There's so much stuff out there. <laughs> Who, knows? Who knows? You can also check us out on Patreon if you would like to support us. If you like what you hear, that'll be cool. If you don't, well, guess what? That's okay, too. We still love you. Yeah, we'll, we'll come and do short. And if you want one of these sweet coffee mugs or one of those awesome hats or a shirt or a shower curtain or whatever you want, head on over to our Redbubble store and you can check some cool products out over there. Um, Tyler has a present on the way. He is not with us tonight, but if you watch this later, Tyler, there's something on the way to your house. <laughs> I'm not good with surprises. I was just going to let it show up, but you can ask my wife. I'm horrible with surprises. I got to buy stuff the day before Christmas or I just tell people. So, uh, that's just the nature of man. Indie shorts wearing indie shorts. Yes. You probably can get shorts. I'm getting ready to order myself a hoodie. I think they have mouse pads now. I just got an email yeah. from them that you can get a mouse pad if you want. Well, I'm, I'm getting ready to order myself a hoodie because yeah. you know, pretty soon it's going to be cold here. It's you already know. cold here. We're like, like mid-50s already. It'll be like 65 You know, in February. 65. It'll be cold. I'm going to need a hoodie Man. while I keep the doors off my Jeep. Uh, am I rubbing <laughs> that in enough? Okay, anyway. Don't yeah. forget, guys, CoastalCon is coming up. If you are not in the CoastalCon Facebook group and you're interested in CoastalCon, go over there, join the group. That's where I'm going to start posting. I just posted tonight the, I guess you would call it the teaser trailer. Mm -hmm. uh, that information is going to start coming. October is the month that I will be able to book the venue. So that will be coming up. And then I will start recruiting vendors and guys to show off games. So more info constantly coming on that. So go over to that one, too, and join up. And until then, my friends, while we play really cool games like Cutlass and Ragers, go spend a bunch of money at War Game Fault. You'll, you'll feel good about yourself. Feel better, right? You'll feel better about yourself. But until then, guys, so we see you next time. Prepare yourselves for the invasion.